Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is the CBC reporting from London. And the speaker you're to hear is Marietta McPherson, managing editor of the Canadian woman's magazine, Chatelaine. Miss McPherson is in England on an editorial tour, and her special interest is the work and welfare of the Canadian girls serving overseas with the armed forces. I don't know a thing about all the intricate machinery of Air Force operations or cipher rooms or military transport. But I do know a cheerful Canadian girl when I see one. In the past few weeks, I've been seeing hundreds of them. The girls in the smart uniform of the Canadian Women's Army Corps and the girls in the Air Force Blue of our women's division and the first batch of our Canadian Wrens who work at Royal Canadian Navy headquarters. You people at home can be proud of them. They're doing an essential job in this war. In many cases, a monotonous and tiring job but with the same fine spirit and devotion to duty that our men are displaying. They can take the discomfort and the rigors of field service conditions without a qualm. I know because I've just spent a few days at Canadian Bomber Command Headquarters, situated in a remote part of these islands. I've lived with the Air Force girls in chilly Nissan huts, where the struggle to get enough hot water for a bath would make an ordinary civilian like myself give up in despair. But the girls are made of better stuff. And they emerge from their huts each morning as perfectly groomed as when they march down the streets of Ottawa or Toronto. And not one of them here, mind you, would willingly exchange this life for the one they left behind. That is, not so long as there is this important job to be done. They haven't forgotten home by any means. You should have seen them line up at the post office for the mails from Canada and heard the shrieks of joy as they read out the list of contents on the parcels. Christmas cake, Mother's Christmas cake. And here's a dressing gown. And this one has a jar of face cream. And so on. I had my first preview of Christmas in these corrugated iron huts, where the girls have strung red and green streamers from corner to corner and hung holly wreaths on the doors. And one morning, as I met the teleprinting night shift coming off duty, I heard their nice, fresh voices harmonizing in the old carol, Good Christian Men Rejoice. For a good many of the quacks, that is our girls in khaki. This will be their second Christmas in Britain. Last year, they were frankly homesick. But this year, they've settled happily into their new life, and they have made their own special plans. The 32nd Company, for instance, had their big due on Sunday when they gave a Christmas tree party for 100 bombed-out London children. Each girl contributed candy from her own precious supplies sent from home, and there were wonderful toy animals contrived from bits of oil cloth and scraps of fabric which the girls had worked on in their off-duty hours. One of them told me how she'd turned a minor accident to good account. And her red flannel housecoat had come back from the cleaners, stretched to an inconvenient new length. She simply lopped off the extra six inches and got enough stuff to make a little toy donkey for the tree. I'm only hoping the cleaners don't take reverse action next time but I can assure you the little quack from Alberta isn't a bit worried. 
And there are those other women whose whole training and experience are dedicated to the highest service. Every fighting man is allowed to have his little complaints, his special grouse. But about our Canadian nurses overseas, there is and can be but one opinion. They are magnificent. It was a thrill to me on Sunday morning to attend the Canadian Army Church Parade in St. Martin's in the Fields and to see the chief matron, Agnes Neal, stand in the high pulpit wearing the vivid blue uniform of our Army nurses and read the old Christmas lesson from St. Luke, the physician's gospel. From this great congregation in Kharkiv, one felt a special hush of respect and pride for this capable woman and the great service of skill and mercy in which she and our other nurses are engaged. I'm happy to say again to you people at home, you can indeed be proud of the part played by our Canadian women in uniform overseas.